Welcome back to another Sundays with Jeff Miller. Today, today is a Don't Look Back Tuesday with our special feature of It's Not Your Fault. But first, we're going to get to the most important thing because that is exactly what you're listening for today is you want my advice on the waiver wire. And that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with the waiver wire. And of course, we're going to go right to running backs because running backs are... Uh, in need right now for many of us on our fantasy football teams. And I'm going to start with Chubba Hubbard, who I actually had on my roster and cut. Um, but Carolina has a significant injury to Christian McCaffrey on Thursday night. He's going to be out several weeks due to this hamstring injury. Chubba Hubbard filled in. He's only owned in about 11.7% of the, of the leagues out there. 14 touches for 79 yards. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. He's quick. Uh, very fast, and if you can get him on your team, I would recommend that you do so. Another one, if you haven't done it already and you have Dalvin Cook, you better be picking up Alexander Madison. He is owned in about 41% of the leagues out there, but 32 touches, 171 yards. He didn't get a touchdown, but and I will warn you that Cook is, is trending towards playing this coming Sunday. It sounds like he's going to play, but you must add him to your roster. If you have Delvin Cook, there you go. Peyton Barber, if you're looking for somebody for a week or two, still might be a really good play for you for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's only owned in 7% of the leagues. He had a really good this week this week. And then Zach Moss, Buffalo, who is now up to 71% ownership. If you can get him, might be another sneaky pickup for you because he is vulturing touchdowns in that Buffalo offense like no buddy else other running backs or is he a wide receiver Cordarrelle Patterson everybody seemed to pass on him last week in the leagues I'm affiliated with everybody passed on nobody wants him playing 42 percent of the snaps which is low uh, he had seven carries for only 20 rushing yards but he had six catches on seven targets for 82 yards for Atlanta 16.2 fantasy points I mean that's a nice addition to your bench uh, and possibly even playing. Of course, you know, if I pick him up, guaranteed he'll be a five-point per per performer next week. But there you go, Corderell Patterson of Atlanta. I think there are a couple more out there that could help you out in the running back category. One I kind of like this week, J.D. McKissick, um, also available in numerous leagues. Only had 5.8 fantasy points this week. Had a really good week last week, but the part I'm looking at, his snap percentage snuck up to 46% which is his highest this year, and he has a really nice matchup coming up this week versus Atlanta. And then Sony Michelle, as long as Daryl Henderson remains out, which it sounds like he's coming back this week, but if you have Henderson, you might want to pick him up, keep him on your bench. 74% of the snaps, they really don't have any depth behind those two running backs. 20 carries, 67 yards, 10.9 fantasy points. This week, but he also had three catches for 12 yards. So there's somebody I recommend in the running backs. And then if we want to look at the waiver wire for wide receivers, how about Emmanuel Sanders, only owned in 23.2% of the leagues. Emmanuel Sanders in Buffalo is averaging six targets per game, which is nice. Uh, he has two TDs this last week in week three, which now has him tied for the team lead in touchdowns. And he's also 
tied for the team lead in receiving yards with 194. Buffalo uh, wide receiver sets with four wide receivers. They use more than anyone else in the league. So Emmanuel Sanders is still seeing the field plenty. You might want to take a look at him. Zach Paschal for Indianapolis still out there in many leagues. Only owed at, owned at a 22% level. Week 15 of last year through week 2 of this year, he's averaging 16.6 fantasy points per game. 7 targets in week 3, um, which is a season high for him. And he leads the Indianapolis Colts with 3 touchdowns. And then Hunter Renfro for the Las Vegas Raiders also having a decent time. He's only playing 52% of the snaps, which is low for a receiver. But last week, five catches, six targets, 77 yards, 18.7 fantasy points last week. And then here's one that I think might be a sneak pickup. Looked really good to me yesterday, what I could see. Deshaun Jackson still has wheels. Los Angeles Rams, three catches, five targets, 120 yards, and one TD 21 fantasy points you might want to take a look and see if he's out there he might be one of those guys you can play when necessary and and play for the upside because let's be real Matt Stafford is throwing the football in Los Angeles a couple tight ends you might want to look at on the waiver wire Dalton Schultz of Dallas uh, played 69% of the snaps this week his average so far for the season is 13.4 fantasy points per game, which is a very nice number. Last week, 26 fantasy points on six catches, seven targets, 80 yards, two touchdowns. And then my other pick out of Minnesota, Tyler Conklin, 72% of the snaps. He's averaging 10.5 fantasy points per game this season. Last week, 20 fantasy points, seven catches, eight targets, 70 yards and one touchdown there are some things out there that you need to know and i am going to share those with you in one second look at me son it's not your fault all right welcome back to sundays with jeff miller on our don't look back tuesday episode Remember, you can get a hold of me at Sundays, S-O-N-D-A-Z, with Jeff Miller at gmail.com. If you have any questions that you'd like me to answer for your fantasy football team, I would be more than glad to do that for you. Some things you need to know. You need to know that James White is out indefinitely and that the possible backup there is Brandon Bolden. You also need to know that Rob Gronkowski's ribs are okay and his revenge game this week versus New England is in place and he will be playing. A.J. Brown is going to be week-to-week, week, as is Juju. Well, they're calling him more day-to-day -day with his rib injury, so you want to keep an eye on those two guys. How about some sneaky pickups? Rashad Bateman of Baltimore is set to return. If he's available in your league, you might want to take a look at him and then... The never-ending, and the guy who just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back and had more comebacks than anyone, Josh Gordon, signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you, are you considering picking him up? Would you consider picking him up? And how about George Kittle? He has had no TD since week six of last year, although he had a really nice line this week. Seven catches, nine targets, and 92 yards, 17.1 fantasy points. How about the Las Vegas Raiders? They're the first team in NFL history to win 
each of their first three games where the opponent had won 10 plus games the prior year. Those are things you need to know. Also, I got to talk a little bit about Justin Tucker's doink doink kick versus the Detroit Lions. I mean, did you know that back in 2013, he also kicked a game-winning uh, touchdown for, for 61 yards against the Lions? Did you know that? This one happened to be 66 yards. And in case you didn't know, the other record that Dempsey held for years was also kicked against who? The Lions. So if you're playing the Lions, I'm going to recommend you use your kicker. They have good luck against them. That game was weird. I'm telling you, just where you are a franchise destined for, well, you know what they're destined for. It, it's horrible. To see that ball hit that upright, go up, and then come, it, it was just crazy to watch. Jamal Agnew returned a missed 68-yard field goal attempt, 109 yards for a touchdown for the Jags. He tied for the longest TD in NFL history. It is the third return of 109 yards. Antonio Cromarty uh, did this on a missed field goal, and Corderell Patterson also uh, did this on a kick return for the other 109-yard touchdown. Josh Allen completed 12 of 17 attempts this week on passes of 10-plus air yards for 218 yards and three TDs. He's back. The Bills recorded 21 Unanswered points to start the game dating back to the fourth quarter of week one. They have scored 59 unanswered points. Second longest such streak in franchise history. 86 points in 1972. With two receiving touchdowns on Sunday, Jamar Chase of Cincinnati became the youngest player and first 21-year-old in NFL history to have four-plus receiving touchdowns in his team's first three games, surpassing Randy Moss, who scored three receiving touchdowns in his team's first three games. How about Miles Garrett has set the Browns' single-season game sack record, surpassing Andra Davis, who recorded four on November 9, 2003. The nine total quarterback sacks on Justin Fields are the most times a quarterback has been sacked in his first career start since Greg McElroy was sacked 11 times in his only career start in Week 16, 2012. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Chiefs running back, averaged 6.5 yards per carry on runs between a tackle, 11 for 72. So we kind of found out that maybe that's what they need to try to do more often. The Chiefs currently have a losing record for the first time since Week 10 of 2015 and will finish a week in sole possession of last place in the AFC West for the first time since week 6, 2015. More on Matt Stafford. 6 of 12 for 162 yards and 2 TDs on vertical routes, post, corner, go, and wheel. He has 6 TDs on vertical routes this season, most in the NFL. And guess what? Guess what? Jared Goff had only threw 6 such TDs all last season. And Matt Stafford is only three games into the year. Deshaun Jackson scored his ninth TD reception of 75-plus yards. He tied Hall of Fame Lance Allworth for most in NFL history with his three-catch 120-yard TD game. DJX 
earned his fourth game with three or fewer catches of and having 100 more yards and at least one touchdown. That ranks tied for third since 1950. There you go. Things you need to know. Now, let's move on to the part of the show we all love. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that Robbie Anderson only scored 1.8 points this week or that Robert Woods came in with a whopping 6.8. How about Julio Jones? He upped the ante at 7.7. And Kyle Pitts throwing out a thumping 5.5. My favorite, A.J. Brown, who comes in with .30. I'm rounding that up. Tyson Williams, many people picked him up last week. Looked really good for Baltimore, 2.2. Mari Cooper, only 5.6. David Montgomery, 7.5. What is going on? Marquise Brown, 8.3. And then Allen Robinson with 4.4. It's not your fault. Hopefully you can rebound this week and things will go much better for you. Our over 40 club only member this week, Josh Allen of Buffalo comes in with 45.2 fantasy points, which makes him number two on the season behind Derrick Henry's 47.7. 358 total passing yards, four TDs, zero interceptions, 74.4% completion percentage on 32 of 43 passes. Ran the ball four times for nine yards, one touchdown. Next up for Josh Allen in Buffalo is Houston. That's a wrap for Don't Look Back Tuesday. Good luck with your waiver wires. Uh, good luck with your Thursday night game as we move towards that. Hopefully you're not sitting at 3 A lot of 1-2 teams in the leagues I'm in. A lot of 2-1 teams. Very few 3-0 teams out there. You're still in it to win it. You got a chance. Keep, uh, keep your focus. Trust yourself. Make some moves. Play nice. Love your neighbor. And most of all, have fun. Bye.